Hey, this is Kieran Emanuel. I'm the student pastor at Arise Church, where this is more than a youth group. We're family. Welcome to our podcast. I wanted to thank you for hanging with us today. I hope this encourages you. I hope this inspires you. And I hope this grows your faith in God. Enjoy the message. John chapter 14. Probably one of my favorite passages in the Bible. What's happening right now is Jesus is speaking to his disciples. And he's about to get falsely accused. He's about to be tried for no reason. And he's going to be hung on a cross and killed for ultimately you and I. So we're going to look at verse 21. This is what the Bible says. It says this. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, but Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, anyone who loves me, somebody say loves me, will obey my teaching and my father will love them and will come to them and make a home with them. Verse 24, anyone who does not love me, someone say love me, will not obey my teachings. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All these I have spoken while still with you. Last verse, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all these things and remind you of everything I have said. Tonight I want to speak to you guys again from the second installment of our little series called Ghosts from a message titled Lights, Camera, Action. Do me a favor. Look at your neighbor. Get in their face. Get in their personal face. Say, neighbor. Come on. Say it like you mean to say, neighbor. It's time for some lights, camera, action. Come on. If you're ready, why don't we just give God a hand clap. If you're ready for what God's going to do tonight. You guys may be seated. So I have a confession. I have a confession. I love the movies. Matter of fact, I would go to the movies by myself. Anybody would go to the movies by themselves? I love going to the movies by myself. I like to go to the movie theater and have a big, big bucket of popcorn with some pizza and some Snickers and a big old Coke. I love it. I'm, 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 I just love the movies by myself. And look, some of y'all may think that I'm a loner. No, 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 I just like a long time. You feel me? Sometimes I need to get away from some kids. I'm kidding, kind of. And I love, I love, I love the movies. And probably, probably because this, the movies are just really special to me. Like, I don't discriminate. I love all types of movies. I love short films. I love long films. Get it? Short, long. I love all types of films. I love all types of movies. I love comedic movies. I love horror movies. I love scary movies. Come on, somebody. I love action movies. I love every type of movie. I love romantic movies. Psych, I don't like romantic movies. Those are boring. I like all movies, though. And I love going to the movies by myself. And I, I, I get this, this kind of this itch every time I go to movies. And really what, what happens, every time I see a movie, there's this curiosity that develops inside of my soul. As a matter of fact, when I saw Spider-Man for the second time, I looked up some stuff that I really wouldn't normally look up. And so what I love to look up, and I love to see why the writer wrote what they wrote. I love, this, I love to inquire about that. Matter of fact, I love to understand, like, the casting crew. Why did they pick the actor that they picked? 
Like, why pick this particular actor or that particular actor? I'm always curious in that. And even, even the, the vision of the director, I want to know what the vision of the director is, why he wanted to shoot the movie that way. Why do you want to do this and that and do whatever it is? I love all those things. And I believe, honestly, I, I, I believe this, this is kind of how my mind works. I believe the kingdom of God, God's kingdom, God's world kind of works like a movie. If you think about it, the writer of the story, God the Father, is writing from beginning to end how the story will play out. The casting crew casts the best actor in the world. His name is Jesus Christ. And the director, who is God the Holy Spirit, gives you and I a vision of what the story will look like. And I love, I love to think that our life is like a motion picture. Because God is writing the story of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is helping us see that. And tonight, as we kind of talk about this idea that the Holy Spirit is needed in our lives, I like to liken him like a director. He's a director. You know what I'm saying? Because a director does a lot of things. I'm going to talk to you for a second, brother. Can I do that? The director does a lot of things. The director teaches. He reminds, he instructs, he yells a lot of times. He does all these things, and sometimes that's what the Holy Spirit does. Because the Bible says in John, we were just reading John chapter 14 and verse 26. He says, but I will send the advocate, the Holy Spirit, to teach and remind. To teach and remind. Teach and remind. Cool fact. The phrase lights, camera, action actually came from the cinematic world. Who would have thunk it? It came from the movie world. Matter of fact, there was a director in 1910. His name was D.F.D.W. Griffin. That was his name. And he coined this phrase. He uttered this phrase out of frustration. One day, it was just a bad day of acting. All of his actors didn't know when to, to go. They didn't know the mark. And so what was happening, every time they were filming, they would film over old film, which would ruin the film. And so finally, he just uttered this phrase, lights, camera, action. And that trickle down this traditional technique that a lot of filmmakers and the film industry uses. And so I want to break down really quick the lights, the camera, the action, because right now we are in a motion picture. And the Holy Spirit is directing what we're seeing. Lights. In a movie, lights are very significant. Correct? If you didn't have lights, you would not be able to see the subject on the screen. Correct? Like, how frustrated would it be if you went to the movies, you went to see Spider-Man, and you couldn't see Spider-Man? Like, they had light, they had all the trees lit up, they had the building lit up, they had the, the webs lit up, but they, you couldn't see Spider-Man. It'd be annoying. It'd be frustrating, right? Because you go to the movies to see the character on the screen, but if there's no light shining on him, he's left in the what? Dark. Ooh, you guys are good. What happens is the light is used to shine things that are in the dark. I love it because your life needs a light. Your life needs something or someone to shine on what is dark. Oh, I wish somebody would understand that there are some things in your life that are in the dark that the light is trying to bring out. There are some things that we walk around. There are a lot of us who, who walk around with this name Christian, and I, I kind of I'm frustrated with that term because nowadays we look at people who say they're quote-unquote Christians, but they don't live like Christians. 
The Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, it says, whoever, I'm sorry, 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, whoever claims to be in him or live in him must walk as Jesus did. In essence, if you want to look like Jesus, you've got to live like Jesus. A lot of us are wanting to say we're like Jesus, but we're not living like Jesus. And some, some Christians are walking around with things that are in the dark, wondering why there's so many problems happening in their world. The Holy Spirit came to shine the light in the dark. Some of the most unique technologies is the, UV, the black light. You know what the black light is? I love the black light because what others cannot see, the black light will reveal. It's almost nasty. Go to your bedroom or go to your bathroom or whatever. You'll see some nasty things if you put a black light over it. Why? Because the light illuminate what's in the dark. You may be able to hide it from someone else, but you can't hide it from the Holy Spirit. You may be able to hide it from your parents, but you can't hide it from the God above. You may be able to hide it from your friends, but you cannot hide it from the almighty God who's here to shine the light in your darkness. He's here for you. This is, this is what Jesus is telling us. Hey, look, I'm sending you an advocate, somebody to shine in your darkness. So important. What about camera? That's the next word, camera. Now, we all know what a camera is. A lot of us use it every day on our social stories, right? We, like, we know what a camera is. And so the camera, the main objective of the cameraman is to shoot who? The main actor. Like, how frustrated would you be if you went to the movies, right? And you went to see, you went to see Lion King. And you know the opening scene of Lion King? You know what I'm saying? You know that whole scene? Like, well, how mad would you be if you went and you're like, you know, oh, yeah, man, I'm about to see Rafiki put Simba up and it's going to be that beautiful moment. How mad would you be if you were waiting for that moment and then the camera panned to Ant walk on a leaf? <laughs> like, how mad would you be? Like, how frustrating would that be? Like, if you went to an Avengers movie, right? I went to go see an Avengers movie and if I'm watching, I'm waiting to see Iron Man, who's my favorite and the best Avenger. Come on, somebody. And I went to go see Iron Man and... I'm looking at Iron Man, and I'm waiting for Iron Man to jump and say something, something cool and quirky and whatever. But instead of showing Iron Man, they're showing a grocery clerk. Like, like how mad would that be? How mad would you be if, like, oh, I wanted to see the main character, but you're showing me someone that I'm not interested in seeing? How mad would you be if, if we're looking at the scene in the Bible when Jesus was hung on the cross? Instead of showing the man who came here to die for your sin and my sin, the man who came to take the wrath of God away from us so that we can live not in, in fear but in peace. How mad would you be? And instead of showing the scene of Jesus on the cross, it was talking about somebody in his sneakers. It wouldn't make sense. Why? Because the focus is not on anybody else. The focus is on Jesus. So here's, here's a cool thing that we can learn from a cameraman. We always need to focus on the person that's the focus. Instead of, like, and look, I, I, want, I want to make it loud and clear to y'all. This is something that I need y'all to hear, right? In this movie called Life, we're not the main character. We're just the extras in the back. Talking about, ooh, come on, say your line, Jesus. Oh, yeah, go ahead and say that person. Mm, I like that. I like that. We are the extras in the back because it's not about me. It's about him. I wish some of us grasped that idea because if we would shift our mindset to not focus on me but on the main character, a lot of things would change. Sometimes we focus on our problems too much. 
Anybody got problems? I got 99 problems and my mom is one. Come on. Like we have problems. Sometimes if we would shift our mindset, take the lens of the camera. I don't have my phone on me. But take the lens of the camera and stop focusing on you. Ooh, hey. And focus it on the person that needs to be focused on. I wonder what would happen if instead of focusing on doubt, we'd focus this on something that has a promise. I wonder what would happen if instead of focusing on greed, we'd focus on blessing and generosity. Like, what would take place if we were a generation that would say, you know what, I'm not going to be worried about the negativity. I'm going to be the positivity that needs to be in this world. Like, the camera needs to be off of you and me and on to the main character. And his name is Jesus. Like, imagine, like, waking up in the morning and not making it about you. Like, what's the first thing a lot of us guilty does in the morning. We check Instagram. How many likes did I get this morning? How many people viewed my story? Ooh, I'm almost at 500. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm, I'm, anyways, awkward. That was awkward. And so, <laughs> like, 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 what are we, we're focused on what we can achieve instead of saying, you know what, let me see how I can, I can worship God more this morning. What is God's word saying to me right now? Before I, before I read any other comment, I'm going to read his comment and see what he said. I'm going to see, I'm going to leave my boyfriend on red and get what is read in the Bible. Like, you know what I'm talking about? I want to read and focus on Jesus. That's what the camera needs to be on. That's what the camera needs to be on. I think too many times as people of God, Matter of fact, just people in general, whether you believe in God or not, whether you're on the fence, whether you're a seasoned Christian, that simply means you've been doing this for a long time, whether you're just kind of here because your parents forced you to. A lot of us would benefit if we would just remove the camera lens off of something that doesn't need our priority. Because there is this thing that happens inside of us. That whatever we focus on forms us. And a lot of times we're formed by the negativity, by the pain of our parents' divorce, by the insecurity that we see out of comparison. We're focused on all that, which is forming the wrong side of us. Instead of saying, God, I need to focus on you. Who's going to form the right side of you? The final word is this. It's action. Lights, camera, come on, say it with me. Action. It's cool. This word is super cool because whenever the actors would hear this word, they would know it's time for them to say their lines. And so it's like, it's like whenever the director said action, it's like, okay, we need to act. Jesus, again, is talking and teaching to his disciples. Right before he leaves, John 14, 26, he says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, this is, the, this is the Holy Spirit, the person we learned about a little bit last week. If we didn't know, the Holy Spirit is actually God. He's not this fastidious like character. He's not this ghost in the wind. No, no. He's a person that wants to help you, that wants to save you, that wants to allow you to obey God more and more so you can grow in your faith and grow to be more like Jesus. He's actually God. The Holy Spirit is actually truth. He'll tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. 
Ooh, I, some, of y- some of us, like, we, we go to advice to the wrong people because we want to hear something that we know we need. We don't really need to hear. And the Holy Spirit is after your heart so that you can walk in obedience with God, which we'll talk about in a few weeks. And so action, whenever the director would say action, the actors would act. I did, um, I did uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm tough. What's up? Fight me. And so I remember the instructor was, um, he was like, first of all, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And so the instructor was talking about like, hey, all right, I need you to roll around here. I need you to grab him here, do all this thing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is difficult. This is hard. And so every time he would tell me to do something, I would do the opposite. He's like, stop it. Like, stop. Like, no, 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 no. Your leg goes all the way. You're going to hurt yourself. So, like, come on, man. No, no, don't get your hand out of there. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, he's like, stop. No, listen to my instructions. Because if we don't take action with the right instructions, then our application is effective. If we're, if we're saying, God, I, you, you tell me to, 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 to honor my, my parents but I don't feel like listening to them tonight. You, you, you tell me to love those who hate me. I got a whole bunch of bullies in school, but I'm, I'm not really about trying to love on them and buy them a cookie and, and, and help them out when they need help. No, no, I'm not about that. You see, what happens is if we, don't, if we don't apply God's word, when God says the word and we don't apply it, then our walk is effective. It's, it's, it's ineffective. We, we can't do anything. According to God's kingdom. I think what happens is a lot of times us as Christians, us as Christians, we think, we think we can get by without getting in God's word. And if I can be honest, man, I've been doing this for a little bit. If I can tell you, this literally is your treasure map to peace, joy, and all things God. Like, if, like if, if you want to escape some of the traps that you're trapped in, this is the exit plan. Like, if you want to escape some of the darkness that you're, 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 you're in and, and, and consumed by, bro, this is your flashlight. And a lot of times, the actor or the director would say action, but we wouldn't act. We wouldn't comply. And this is what I love about the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is here to remind you of that. He's here to remind you of everything God has said, of everything God has taught, and help you get further in your walk. I'll end with this. I'm a football fan. I'm a big football fan. I love, I love football. And there's a story. There's this guy named Geo, Geo Smith, Geno Smith, I'm sorry. Anybody know Geno Smith who played for the Jets? Come on. So Geno Smith, he was playing. I forgot the team he was playing. It may have been the Texans. I'm not sure, but he was playing a team. And so what happens is quarterbacks, they have these, like, microphones in their helmets, right? And so they would hear the, the plays, instructions, the cadence, whatever, from the, from the head coach on the sideline. So for some reason, for some reason, his microphone or his headset wasn't working. And so it's funny, I was watching the video, and, and, and he, he's frustrated. He's like, and he's like, what is his team? His team's looking at him. He's like, what's going on? Like, 
I, I, I can't, I can't, we can't do anything. We can't advance. We can't win if we don't know what to do. And so finally he called a timeout and he walks to a sideline. He's like this, I can't hear you. I can't hear what you're trying to tell me. And a lot of us are walking in life saying, God, I can't hear what you're trying to tell me. Look, I'm trying to win. What play should I play right now? Like I'm in this relationship. Should, should, should I, what, 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 do I, what do I do, Lord? Man, I, I have this issue. Like I'm, I'm constantly hurting myself. I'm committing self-harm. I feel like that's the only thing I could do, but I can't hear what you're trying to tell me. God, I need to know what you have for me next. And I love Jesus' promise. He said, look, I'm going to send you somebody to tell you. I'm going to send you somebody to remind you. I'm going to send you somebody to, to walk you hand to hand. I love what the Bible says. Earlier in the verse, it says, Jesus will send the Holy Spirit and he will be with you forever. Like forever. Like let's sink into that for a moment. That means he's not going to leave you. That means even though you do something that's stupid and wrong, he's still there. That means when you, when you feel like you're in your worst place, you're on your worst behavior, he's still around. Forever means forever. He's there. He's there to tell you. He's there to encourage you. He's there to lift you up. And the cool thing about the Holy Spirit is if you... If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, he is available for you tonight. At school, you don't have to be in a service. You can be in your bathroom. Talk about, Lord, I need you. Boom. I'm here, son. You can be driving to work. And God, I need, I, need, I need you. I'm here, daughter. You can be bawling your eyes out in the, bed, in the corner of your bedroom. He said, God, where, where are you? He said, I'm here. I'm here, for I'll never leave you nor forsake you. God's here. And what's happening right now, there are, there are many of us here tonight who the Holy Spirit is reminding us of something. He's tugging on our hearts a little bit. He's poking us. A lot of times we don't like it because we think that 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 wrong feeling is, is bad, but oftentimes it's good. And again, we'll, we'll discuss more of this later on, but there's this thing in the Bible that's called conviction. Conviction is not, it's not saying that, hey, look, you're, you're the worst thing ever. Conviction is saying, no, you're the best thing ever. What are you doing? This is not who you are. This is not what you were called to do. Come on, let's, let's, let's fix that right now. Come on, let's fix that right now. The Holy Spirit here to remind you. It's not some, some fairy tale. He's God and he's a person and he loves you. So right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, the Holy Spirit is working in a lot of us right now. He's speaking to a lot of us right now. And there's some things in the, in the darkness of our movie that he's trying to put the light on. And he's trying to fix the angle of your camera because it's focused on the wrong thing. 
and he's trying to, he's been screaming action so you can follow his instructions. Thanks for listening today. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you consider subscribing, sharing, or posting on all your social stories? I pray you have a good one. Love you. God bless.